How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to episode 10 of the Rambling Gamers podcast. My name is Adam. I am joined, as always, by Matt. And today we have our very first guest on this show, Brennan. Hey, hey gamers. <laughs> All right. So before we get into everything, just some, uh, just some quick stuff. If you guys are liking this show and want to stay up to date, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rambling Gamers. We have now begun to upload on our YouTube channel. You can find episodes of the podcast uploaded on there at Rambling Gamers. Um, we are also gearing up to stream, and we have been recording some videos that you're going to see on the channel pretty soon, including some cyberpunk gameplay, and we've also been doing Mario 64, and we have a lot of other things planned, and that'll all be on our YouTube channel. And in terms of streaming, you can find that at twitch.tv slash ramblinggamers. If you are liking our content and would like to see more, please share this with a friend so we can continue to make content for everyone. But before we get into the news, how's it going, guys? It's going well from over here. Uh, obviously, you guys can't see us. We're in a li- in the living room, spread into different corners, recording so we don't pick up each other's mics. But uh, Brennan, how's it going? Going good. Do you want to plug anything? Got anything? Do you want to give yourself a shout out real quick? Um, no. <laughs> All right. Um, so obviously today is not obviously you wouldn't know. But we're recording this on Friday, December 11th, and last night was the Game Awards. So there were some announcements and some awards given out last night that we're going to talk about. But before we get into that, just in general, we've all been playing a lot of video games recently. So anything you'd like to share, any games you've been playing? I've been playing Cyberpunk. Um, you guys will be seeing that gameplay here pretty shortly. We just need to edit it down at this point. But other than that, I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys. I've been trying to get the the Platinum Trophy, and the only one I have left is winning five games in a row, and I get screwed every time, and I get Fall Mountain usually, which I can't win ever. So I've been stuck at three and four wins a couple times, but uh, I plan on streaming that here pretty shortly. I'm just going to steal Adam's capture card from him when I go back up to my place, but... Other than that, just Cyberpunk and Fall Guys for the most part. Looking forward to do some doing some Nintendo stuff while I'm at Adam's house. But uh, Brendan, what have you been playing? Uh, uh, recently, I've been replaying one of my favorite games, uh, Okami. Um, almost much with that, I can trade. Um, been really feeling going to uh, some more Soul stuff. I've been uh, really in the uh, just playing games that I think are fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's I felt like leading up to Cyberpunk, I was kind of replaying a lot of games that i've played played in the past because i was just like burnt out on a lot i was burnt out on like spending money on new games i was like just playing some games i had and i was really looking i i really want to get back into the uncharted games i want to play those again what have you been playing adam um i recently finished up age of calamity put in probably like 50 hours to beat the story looked at all the side stuff i had to do and just kind of called it quits yeah there was a lot i still hadn't done i my completion rate was like it's like 68 or 69 percent so there was still a lot more that i had to do but i've already done a lot i was just kind of burnt out on the gameplay and like the story didn't do much for me i was kind of disappointed by the story i wasn't expecting much but i was still kind of disappointed with how stupid it was yeah they pretty much um it takes place some spoilers if people really care 
Uh, it takes place in an alternate timeline now from Breath of the Wild where the Calamity didn't happen. Because at the end of the game, you stop the Calamity. And Breath of the Wild, the Calamity happened. It's like the aftermath. Yeah, Breath of the Wild takes place after the calamity already happened. Okay, I won't be as as I won't ask as many dumb questions here pretty soon. Hopefully, I've already set aside Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey to steal from you, so I can play them. So that's enough of that. Let's get on to our <laughs> news. So last night were the Game Awards, and real quick, we've been keeping score. We put out predictions on. In our last podcast, and we also put out our final predictions on Twitter before the awards show of our of who we thought was going to win each category. And Matt, what were the results? So, of the twenty one categories that we guessed in, um, I came away on top with sixteen out of twenty one correct. Adam got fourteen out of twenty one correct. So, still pretty good from both of us, I'd say. Um, we, we probably should have just guessed The Last of Us Part 2 more frequently. That one in a lot of categories that we got wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, if I'm being honest, the award portion of the Game Awards is kind of the boring part for me yeah, last night. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but there were a few announcements that they unleashed yesterday that I, I'm looking forward to. So we're just going to go down the list and... One of the things I was most looking forward to was the new Smash character reveal. And that was like the, the first thing in the show. Like Jeff came out and said 10 words, and then there was the Smash reveal. And that character was Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. So, like, Brennan, you're really into Smash. Like, how did, how, are you excited for this character or are you disappointed by the reveal? I'm pretty excited. Uh, I always say this whenever there's a new character, like, they look fun. I might pick them up and then I play them, and then it's usually not that fun. But. Sephiroth looks pretty damn fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even uh, that big of a FF fan, but or at all. But like Sephiroth is pretty damn cool. Uh, I'm happy with the pick. Uh, finally getting the long hair bad boy representation we needed in Smash. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's good to have uh, a character that looks like you in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> was there was there a character you would have? Um, I've been uh, scanning Waddleby pretty hard from Kirby. Okay, I know you were mentioning. Something from Fortnite. Did you want Jonesy, or was that like your? Was that like your? You're just. That's a, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that up to interpretation. <laughs> uh, no, I was pretty vocal for not wanting it to be a Fortnite character, but I was kind of bracing for impact after Minecraft Steve. I feel like you know he was cool, but you know what kind of floodgates did he open? Yeah. Well, what what while we have while we're talking about Fortnite, they had like three reveals last night. They. And Master Chief coming, they announced that Master Chief was coming, which was, had already been rumored. Also, they had what Daryl Dixon, I think is his name, from The Walking Dead. And I'm sorry, someone else from The Walking Dead, Michelle or something. Michonne. Michonne. But also they had the, the creative map that they're adding. It, what is it? Halo Red vs. Blue? Blue vs. Red, whatever it's called. Was that like a TV show? Because you guys were talking about it last that time. That was... um. Uh, Rooster Teeth, uh, like a channel they had. Uh, that was something like kind of old, like back Halo one day. They were okay. just like, yeah, they were I, just like have like it was an internet show, but I think they eventually did put it on like Netflix or something. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, I'd like I'd heard of it before, but I had like really no idea what it was. It was basically like fan video. Okay. So yeah, they had like their characters, like the blue guys, the red guys, and we had like all the other like side characters that they brought in. They were like just 
unique personalities. Okay. Uh, it was kind of funny at the time. Yeah. I never watched past the first two seasons, though. But, like, watching it now probably wouldn't be as funny. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but back to the Smash character. I, I would have liked to see someone from a first-party game. I'm kind of getting tired of uh, them pulling in from games made by other companies. I just feel like it's kind of lost its impact. Um, but I'm not disappointed with Sephiroth. I think it was a good pick. I was surprised by it. I didn't really see it coming. And he does look like a cool character to play. Well, who who are you looking for? Like, who who? What's a character that you um, want? So the Legend of Zelda has had a new character since basically Melee. Like all, the only new Zelda characters there have been have been like iterations of Link mm-hmm. that are basically the same character. Yeah. Um. So I would have liked to see a new Zelda character. I don't. I don't know who. I feel like if there was going to be a new Zelda character. It'd likely be one of the champions from Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um. And of those people, I would probably like Urbosa or Rivali. I think would have cool move sets. Gotcha. How many characters do they have left? Three? There are three more in the past. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, how is it about two months between each one, two or three months? Um that's that's kind of been the pattern. Um last year had a kind of a faster turnaround on characters, but I know they've said that COVID kind of impacted their development yeah, of the characters. That makes path. sense. I think the problem with the new Zelda rep is like, like champions uh like how do you like choose one champion over the other? Is I think the big problem because they all like have like equal representation within the games about, and I I really like don't have a preference there. They're, I don't think they're like very fleshed out characters enough to like make a full character. Um, and like just with the rest of the Zelda series, it's kind of hard to narrow down other candidates too. Like like you could do Impa or like um. Uh, Wolf Link was one that I was kind of hoping for, like back in the Smash War days. Like Wolf Link, Minda, but yeah, I just think now if there was going to be a new Zelda character, that'd be the most likely that they would pull from Breath of the Wild in some way. I think like Zelda's like just like an iconic enough Nintendo franchise that like I wanted to have another character, but like the characters they have now are mine. Yeah, that's true. Um, but moving on to our next announcement, we want to talk about is a new Perfect Dark game. Have you played Perfect Dark, Brennan? I played a little bit of it in Rare. Re- play i wasn't a huge fan of it but i really liked how they announced the new game um they kind of made you think it was like a brand new game from a brand new studio and then it just kind of started showing a logo and then the character and then they announced it was a perfect dark game and xbox studios was behind the whole thing so i was really surprised by how they structured the character and it's cool to see this old game get uh get another iteration do you do you know that the the studio that's making it has never made a game before? Really? So yeah. it is like a brand new studio. Yeah, brand new studio. It's it's the first quadruple A studio is what they've like. Mean? I don't know <laughs> more money. I guess I don't know how they would determine that. But the initiative has never made a game. Uh, it's just Xbox making a studio. I think it's in Santa Monica, but it's gonna be the first quadruple A game, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. <laughs> That's weird, but I'm I'm gonna keep my eye on that because if it looks fun, I'd I'd want to play it. It's just cinematic trailers, like don't give you anything. Yeah, like it all the pretty much all we got out of that was that they're making a, a perfect dark game. We don't know how similar it is gonna to be, how similar it will be to the older ones or anything like that. But 
it looked good, but there's not much you can take from it, unfortunately. That's, that's kind of a pattern we're going to see in a few more of the announcements yeah. we talk about. Um, but next is actually another game I'm really excited for. It's called Back for Blood, and it seems to be a spiritual successor of Left for Dead, since Valve won't give us another one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, another company has come in, and they're sweeping up the market, and people seem really excited for this game. Brennan, you seemed excited for this game. <laughs> I did, yeah. I played a fuck ton of Left 4 Dead, uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Um, and, like, those games are just, like, a fun co-op uh, multiplayer action, especially, like, versus mode, where, like, it's, like, actually a fun dynamic of um, zombies versus players. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, and what, what's, like, the timeline for the development of this game? Because you had said that at one point yeah, it seemed I had, dead. I had, like, heard about this uh, probably two years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, oh, wow, that's cool. Like, there's a, another team that, like, wants to make a Left 4 Dead game because sure as hell Valve ain't going to do it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, there's just, like, some gameplay around. There was, like, all these, like, ideas around. It's like, oh, this, like, actually seems like it would be something cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just... You never even like heard anything official about it, so yeah. it's like it's either stuck in development hell or it's just a dead project. Uh, and then they just showed off, dropped it to the game awards, and I'm like, "Holy fuck, is this the new Left 4 Dead?" It's like, "Hell yeah, it is." What were your thoughts on the gameplay? Uh, the gameplay portion uh, looked like it could like one of the best things about Left 4 Dead that I like is like it's like it's you're constantly moving. Yeah, it's like a nonstop action. Um, it's like you gotta constantly be just on your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that a lot, because, like, when you're not, like, you get caught by a zombie, like, you're, you're pinned, mm-hmm. and you have to, like, rely on your team to help you. Yeah. And, like, it, like strategic play, gameplay, like, on the zombie side, they can just absolutely crush you in a second. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're, like, playing smart, like, the survivors definitely just, like, have better tools at their disposal. Yeah. Like, they just have to play smart to get around it. Um, so, one of the things I noticed, it, like, I like, I like, it's like one of those things I just have to like play it to be able to like know how to play it. Because I know you had said something last night about one of the specials dying like instantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I know like uh one like some uh special infected like are just super spongy mm-hmm. uh, and they can take a lot of hits, mm-hmm. but then like some are like like super frail. Gotcha. So it's a, it's a balancing act. Um, gotcha. So like it was like it was like this like it was a special infected that looked bulkier, so it shouldn't have died that quickly. Mm-hmm. Is what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. But I haven't played the game myself. I don't know what that infected can do, so maybe it makes sense that I should die. Yeah. Really quick. yeah. But one I got my eye on, and I'm probably going to play. Yeah, that makes sense. I, that, it looked a lot of fun. I played, uh, I think I played both of the games, but I really remember playing the first one with my friends because it was one of the few like co op games I, for whatever reason, had in my house. And I remember the characters like being kind of fun too. They like had like their unique personalities. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're always giving quips and stuff. Yeah. It just adds a lot of like personality mm-hmm. to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one too, and I think I'm excited to see a Left 4 Dead style game in like the modern gaming era because the originals obviously had like online multiplayer and they had like DLC and stuff. But I feel like that that realm of things is just so different these days. That really having just like online co-op and then having like constant updates of like maps and uh, like DLC and stories and stuff. I feel like it's well. Do you want it to be like a games as a service type thing? Not like as like a free to play, but I feel like it could work as like a games as a service thing. I don't know. The Avengers was bad. The Avengers was bad. And I'm saying if this is a left for dead that's just supported with different maps. I guess, but I, I don't know. Yeah, as opposed to yeah, having like no, one no, field, maps and stories like a year later. Like um, it could constantly be updated. Yeah, I get what you're like, saying. That makes sense. 
even with uh, what's like in Left 4 Dead 2 without mods, uh, people are still going like hard on that game. Mm-hmm. Like it's still got a community around it. Yeah, it's like that lasting of the gameplay style. Mm-hmm. And are are those people excited for this game that you've seen? Kind of like the. Uh, I haven't. I haven't looked honestly, <laughs> but. So I have seen a lot of people. A lot of my friends have been playing Left 4 Dead 2. Like recently, like they got back into it. Was that a game that they supported for like a long time, or is it just a fun game that they just like playing? It's just a fun game. You can just like install really easy and pick up and play and have fun with it for VR. Might need to play it again for a while. Might need to get back into that. It's been so long since I played those games. Mm -hmm. I like randomly reinstalled the last year and just played it a bunch. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Um. So let's move on to another game here. Was honestly a highlight for me because of how bad it looked. (laughs) We're talking about Ark Two. (laughs) i don't want to harp on it too much because i don't know how good the stream quality was it definitely wasn't as good as what the game's gonna look but the blood was really jarring whenever you'd see blood come out it would be like actual pixels they'd just be squares and everything it was i don't know it was cool seeing vin diesel in the game but i don't know it seems like they spent all their money yeah on it does seem like they just spend all their money on that um but i want to be known that there was uh, probably like six of us watching watching this trailer, and we were the entire time trying to figure out what the game was. <laughs> Turok was the popular. We're talking about Turok, um, and then we saw it was Arc Two. We're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, all of us like started laughing as soon as we saw that. Yeah. Any thoughts on that, on that Brennan? Uh, I have not played the first Arc. Uh, probably never will. will never play this game. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at too. Mm-hmm. The, the, I guess the first arc kind of looked fun if like you can play with friends. Like there were aspects of that that looked fun. It looked like interesting. Yeah, like oh, this is like what like Rust or like Daisy. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I like was not expecting there to be a sequel with Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um, definitely took me off guard to see. Like here, I heard his voice where I kind of recognized his face. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to move on to a game that Matt and I are actually really looking for playing now after seeing it last night it takes two which is kind of a follow-up from a way out which is the co-op prison break game this is uh like same gameplay kind of different concept of uh like relationship counseling yeah it looked almost a little bit like uh like party game kind of Mm -hmm. stuff like in there it did but i really like the co-op aspect of it and one part about it that i really like is because the gameplay is so reliant on co-op is that when you buy a copy of the game, you get a second copy for free. Was it the Prison Break? You could only play as co-op, right? I th- yeah. So the, you'd almost have to just be on a second. Yeah. Which is cool. Because like, couch co-op doesn't really exist anymore, yeah. unfortunately. But I, I agree. I think that'd be a, a really fun game for us to get and stream and upload it to YouTube or something. So if you guys do want to see that, hit us up at at Twitter and Instagram at Ramblin Gamers and mm-hmm. uh well I mean it doesn't come out for like next year or March or something like that. I think it was March. I thought it was funny though. I think you had pointed out Brennan that he was doing the mocap for the book. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> um another game that I thought looked cool was Evil West. I didn't think they showed a lot of gameplay for it, but I just kinda liked the concept for it. Do you guys know which one I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not really much to say. I just kind of threw it in my notes because I thought it looked cool. So. Well, I mean, I, I can touch on it, too. I was, I was actually unimpressed with it because it's more of a thing. Like, I really like the Red Dead. I was expecting just, like, a normal Western. And instead, it looks like it's doing something like paranormal or, like, zombies or something. 
not really looking forward to that. I'd rather just get a Western game. Um, but it, it looked like it's heavily influenced by maybe Undead Nightmare. Is that what it's called? Yeah. But that wasn't the best part. <laughs> that wasn't the, like, the reason to buy that game. It's just one I have my eye on. I thought the concept looked interesting. You know how they were going to re... I, we had talked about in a couple episodes they were going to remake the, the original Red Dead. Mm-hmm. That has been proven to be false now, unfortunately. Unfortunate. Yeah. So you won't be able to play that without getting like an Xbox or something and playing it backwards via backwards compatibility. Well, I could probably play it on my one. Does the one do... Oh, yeah. You know, it does. Yeah, you're right. I have that game. I'll let you borrow it. Haven't played that game in a very long time. All right, so next one's probably going to be most of Matt talking about it. But the new Mass Effect game was somewhat revealed in a very. Uh, it wasn't revealed. A very roundabout. No, way. it wasn't revealed. There was just a cinematic trailer of something we knew was already existing. If you guys didn't watch it, it was basically just a zoom in of two different galaxies, which I know has something to do with the Mass Effect lore between the original trilogy. Trilogy and Andromeda, I and they purposely did that. I saw on Twitter one of the developers said that, but essentially it gave us nothing. At the very end, it zoomed in on um, someone wiping away some snow, and it said N seven, which is um, has something to do with the original trilogy. So at that point, I was like, oh, they're gonna announce the Mass Effect, the new Mass Effect game. They're gonna reveal the title or release date or something. And all they did was say Mass Effect is what is alive. What they say is like, like will yeah, will continue, which they had already released in their statement about the Mass Effect Remastered trilogy on N Seven Day. So it was just a, a basically pointless. Was, I think Jeff was expecting more people to be excited about that because he left it until the end of the show. But it was no Elden Ring. It was no God of War Ragnarok. It was no Breath of the Wild two. It sucked. It was a mm-hmm. crappy way to end the end the show. I'd say. I don't know. Have you played the Mass Effect trilogy? I do plan on getting the remastered. Um, it's like one of those things where I just might be able to play. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. That's one of my most look forward to games of next. Well, three games of next year. I'm excited to play, um, the second one especially. A lot of people have that on like their favorite games of all time list, so that should be fun. What do you think of the trailer? Um, I thought it was kind of stupid. It was really stupid. Not just kind of, it sucked. Will continue. They didn't show the trilogy. They didn't have a... That's what's mind-boggling to me. Like, you have this trilogy. You haven't done really any advertising for it. Just a blog release. Yeah. How on, like... And they, there was no mention of it at the Game Awards, unless it was in the pre-show, which it could have been. We didn't watch that. Because we were watching Disney Investor Day, which, by the time this comes out, if you head over to our Spotify, right before this episode comes out, we plan on uploading... A short, like thirty-minute episode, a special episode on a Friday. So, if you haven't listened to that, go tune into that. Um, but yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't have done the Mass Effect trilogy. That doesn't make any sense. I, I, they did, but they did Dragon Age as mm-hmm, well. There was a new Dragon Age, but that wasn't even like really a trailer either. That was just them just saying like, "Hey, we're making a Dragon Age," which once again we already knew. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what Bioware's got going on. They need to get out of Activision as soon as they can. All right, so another game they talked about was Returnal, which I still don't really know a lot about this game, so I'm also going to hand it over to Matt to talk about what they showed. I don't, I don't have too much to say on this. Um, basically, ju- they just re- had a release date for it, March 19th. It's a PlayStation exclusive. I just kind of wanted to talk about this because 
this was really the only thing Sony even anything had to do with Sony they even talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think of No God of War being? Like, there was no mention of any of their other games. Is that surprising to you guys? No, I wasn't surprised because I feel like Sony is probably going to keep doing like their own method of revealing games and showing them off in like their own presentations. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're probably going to keep doing that and that they probably have them in the works for early next year that they're probably going to show a lot of what's coming out next year, probably like January or February, I feel like. Yeah. What about, are you surprised there was no Elden Ring, Brennan? Um, not really, just because, mm-hmm. yeah, this is probably going to be like a big ambition kind of game. Yeah, I think so too, and especially, I, I think like they're waiting for like, Sony probably waiting for like a, I don't, it's not a Sony exclusive. They haven't oh. said anything about it, but it's from from software, so yeah. and they aren't owned by Sony, so I'm pretty like I, I I don't even know, but I'm pretty sure I remember like you've seen it with like Xbox too. Okay, but either way, like I think they want to wait till they have like more to show off before, yeah, just to generate as much as they can. Well, the the weird thing about it is if you go on Amazon, you can actually pre order pre order Elden Ring right now, yeah. and it has a release date for December thirty first, two thousand twenty one, which I assume is just a placeholder. Yeah. But would that be are they? Do you think they're aiming for 2021 then, or do you think they're just kind of threw a date on it? Personally, I think it can. I could see it going either way. I could see it being in 2021, but I could also just as easily see it going into 2022. Yeah, I don't know. Are you excited for that, Adam? I know you. I don't think you've really ever played any of the Souls games. I haven't played a Souls game, but I mean, I've been looking into it. <laughs> so what? Which one? Start with. Honestly, Dark Souls one. Over Demon Souls, even with the Demon Souls remaster, you'd still go. Okay. I'd like to get into those games because I haven't played them. Demon Souls was a lot of fun. Um, but another thing that wasn't there, Nintendo, obviously they had the Smash characters and the Capcom arcade, which we plan on touching on here in a little bit, but um, I was expecting something about either Breath of the Wild 2 or Super Mario Odyssey 2 or something like that. We didn't get any of that really from Nintendo. Is that surprising to either of you two? I wasn't expecting anything from Nintendo. So the fact that they outright said beforehand that there was going to be a Smash character reveal was like exciting. But even then, yeah, this is it. Just last week, you were talking about how Nintendo and the Game Awards always have huge, huge no, announcements. I think, I think they had a history of showing Breath of the Wild at the Game Awards. Okay. There's I know a- you had said there were. I know you had said that yeah, you're. They're probably going to do a Smash character. Yeah, which they Smash did. And like Breath of the Wild two, like maybe, but I feel like they would start showing it off themselves first before they like hand it off to like someone else to show it. That makes sense. Because Nintendo like kind of announcing and showing off things on their own terms. Is that surprising to you to not see Nintendo stuff there, other than? I mean, yeah, they, I mean, they still showed like some mm-hmm. third-party yeah. stuff, like their, their, uh, you know, like Ghost and Goblin. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, totally. Nintendo like uh, does the direct thing, and they're kind of committed to that format of revealing That's that. true. a lot of their bigger. Information. I think they've kind of started that the whole direct thing. They've been doing that for years now, and now due to due to COVID, we've seen Microsoft and Sony kind of go that route. It wouldn't surprise me if we keep seeing that type of thing. And I think that like was already kind of headed in that direction. I mean, yeah. E3 was already kind of becoming a dying thing. Mm-hmm. Now, like, E3 is, I think, a lot of fun. Yeah. And so I like I, w- I want to kind of bring up to you, Matt, the like the Disney investor thing that we watched yesterday. You know, mm-hmm. the first half of it was them talking like numbers. Yeah. And all that. That's kind of what E3 used to be. Oh, really? Nintendo would come out 
first half they talk like sales and numbers and stuff. Oh, okay. And I kind of realized like all oh, like events like these should be for like the fans and like mm-hmm. showing gameplay and less like for like shareholders and and stuff. So they have like their own shareholders events where they like won't really announce like talk about stuff, but they won't show stuff off. And then there's mm-hmm. the Nintendo Directs, which they like put out online for everyone to watch. Which they have. Game yeah, they haven't done a Nintendo Direct in a while, other than like the the partner ones, like the like the ten minute ones they, that kind of suck. They try and fake it. It had to have, yeah, because they because they, they were having yeah as an excuse because they were doing one like every four months. It felt like I was like pull a year there was in um September twenty nineteen. Over a year, the last like real direct, but they've had kind of minis. They've had a strategy. Which, I mean, they, they've been open about not wanting to put something that they thought would be impacted by COVID. So mm-hmm. that's why um, the second half of the year, we saw their strategy of like announcing a game and then it's releasing like a month and a half to two months out. Yeah. Um, even like the Mario collection, they announced that. Mm-hmm. On, and like, Paper Mario as well. That wasn't a super long run up to that. Netflix, Netflix, uh, Anywhere from like two to six weeks is they'd announce the game like be out then, um, which is kind of cool. I think like that being like, oh, like that's a really soon. Mm-hmm. I'd buy that. Um, but it, it would be nice. I'm hoping next year Nintendo kind of gets back into mass revealing things for like hopefully early then what their plan for the future. Because as of right now, like, there's not really anything mm-hmm. besides like Breath of the Wild too that's out there. But like that could come out. Point, I feel like like no one really knows how far it is in development. Yeah, I would certainly hope for a direction earlier this year that actually gets us hyped for what stuff Nintendo's going to put out. Hmm. I'd hope so. We can talk about that another time. So the last kind of uh, reveal session out we want to talk about was the Ghosts and Goblins remake in addition to the Capcom arcade. And I personally really like how both of these um, like Ghosts and Goblins is a very cherished game on the NES. So I'm kind of seeing what. Um, so, <laughs> back in like a cool art style. Uh-huh. It's kind of cool, but I'm really looking forward to the Capcom Arcade, which is like a free download that comes with one or two games for free, and then you can like like add on. Other like oh you have to pay for it yeah well like it's free and you get a few and then there's kind of like like DLC packages into it gotcha which is still pretty cool so that so Ghosts and Goblins is supposedly a hard game that's what that's my guessing have you played it Brennan no do you want to no (laughs) because it's harder you just have no interest no I like hard games but I uh, I don't know it looks Uh, it looks like fun uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, those older hard games, I don't like just because, like, they're, like, hard in, like, the wrong way. Okay. Yeah. Are you playing it, Adam? No. No? <laughs> no, I'm not a huge fan of it. I just think it looks cool. And I know a lot of people like the game, so it's it, cool to see them, like, remaking it. Yeah. It's probably only going to be, like, a $20 game, right? Yeah. If I have a Switch at that time, I'll play it. I'll be the torch bearer for our... You can play the original on NES online. Oh. Yeah, but that those that, that doesn't work very well. I'd rather just get this page. Like the the whole that I just hate going into that like the NES online thing. Why? I don't know. Just open 
No. Like what you do in real life. No, 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 no. That, that's not what I meant. I just feel like it's like really clunky and like the controls for it, having to use like minus and like the the trigger button to like press one button. Like, for example, I was playing Mario, like the, the very first Mario game with my girlfriend. You have to select stuff and you have to press like three buttons to do that one action. What? Yes. What are you talking about? No, I, I'm telling you, you can you can call me an idiot all you want. I know that I know this for a fact because I was getting annoyed with it. Okay. Mario one like A to jump and like No, 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 no. But you have to select like okay, so when we we died, we lost all of our lives. Okay. And we had to select like continue and save or something like that. There was an option like that. Don't remember exactly what it was. There was like three buttons I needed to press, and since I'm not familiar with the switch because it's hers, I spent it spent like two minutes like looking at the controller trying to figure out what buttons I needed to press. Maybe I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was gonna say, Matt, this sounds like a you problem. <laughs> it might, I mean, it might be, but I feel like it could be like it should just be easier than that. I've never had any problems playing Mario. They like designed that game for kids. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> design- <laughs> Evidently, they did not design it for man. <laughs> Moving on, we got snubbed from Content Creator of the Year. Yeah, we did kind of get snubbed. They didn't even say our name during the. Season, no, so they didn't. They literally just left us out. Yeah. And like, be ready. With our so we were. Yeah. Shameful. All right, so that's all we have for uh, Game Awards discussion. So we're gonna move on to a game that. Also came out on yesterday, which was Thursday, Cyberpunk 2077. And Matt and I sat down this morning, played it for a few hours. And he was way more excited for it than I was. So what were your thoughts? Uh, keep in mind, we're only about two hours in. And that includes the, the character customization and just kind of exploring the few areas. Because uh, I was very fearful when they only released PC codes. Uh, for people to play it early that the console versions weren't going to be ready. I'm playing it on the PS5, so it looks... I mean, it's definitely a downgrade from what I've seen on the PC, but it's playable compared to the PS4. So I, 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 there's not too much to complain about there. There are a few bugs here and there. We've already encountered, I think, five or six within the first two hours, but they're nothing huge by any means. Not game-changing. Yeah, I just want to say they were like just graphical bugs. Like Maybe it it kind of zoom in on the back of your player's head and you just see like their eyeballs yeah or like they'd be interacting with something and the object wouldn't really be moving just like graphical stuff but nothing that like broke the game no the game, the game works just like yeah and, and we we are only a couple hours in but i want i do want to say that the the world that they've built like basically night city in the like the world building that they've done with it and i mean some of it they've taken from the tabletop game as well is really cool like seeing the ads and it actually it, I know this is what they were trying to advertise, but it does kind of feel like a living, breathing city with people walking around in news and advertisements and stuff. Um, the story so far is good. We're just not super far into it, but keep up on our YouTube channel and we'll be uploading some stuff there. You can see us, or I guess just me, <laughs> not knowing how to play a console game, a console shooting game, because I'm so used to playing with the keyboard and mouse. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed with this city. I think it looks really cool. <laughs> And I, we, so we chose the, um, like the nomad class or whatever, where it kind of starts us outside of the city. And like we've been playing, we were in the city like an hour. Yeah. And And that's including the character customization as well. It was like one mission outside the city and that mission took you into the city. And I know I can leave the city whenever I want, 
but I was expecting there to be a little bit more build off of like your character outside of it. I, I guess like seeing how cool this city is, I'm glad it kind of dropped you in there. Yeah, they bad. for sure. That's what they're trying to show off. They don't really like. They don't want to show out like the badlands as much as they want to show you the city. The city's what probably took up most of their time and resources. Have you? Are you interested in playing this game at all? Um, somewhat. I would say mm-hmm. I was like very interested. Uh first when it like started being shown yeah. off more just because like aesthetically the game looks super fucking cool um and like seemed to have like a very interesting premise um but then as like time went on like okay this is kind of just a really horny sex game <laughs> a lot of uh oh, you, can, you can see where resources are uh, being pulled into where they really don't need to be yeah okay um so whatever i kind of stopped caring for a while but um i, I want to ask like how is the core gameplay it's fun. Um, it's fun. Okay, it's just, that's the most important. Part. Yeah, it's just like I haven't I haven't played a whole lot of first person shooters on console since I was like a kid. When like when I b- built my PC, I just completely switched over. I don't know. I my PC is not strong enough to run this. It probably runs better on my PS5. That's why I got it for that. So I'm terrible at shooting, but it works well. It, it's it's fun. I'm just bad at it right now. Mm-hmm. The combat actually looked pretty mm-hmm. uh, in depth. We did the or Matt did I should say I did absolutely nothing. Um, the there's a combat tutorial section where it takes me through all these different fighting styles, like using a sword, like yeah. spell. That's um, cool. The hand-to-hand, the hand-to-hand combat and the sword stuff is something I'm really looking forward to. The stealth, mm, I could pass on that, but I can pass on that at just about any game. And the hacking, during the tutorial, I was really frustrated with, but I ended up getting the hang of it towards the end. Um, so I'll have like the four categories they went through. Three of them I really like. The stealth, I could go without but I, it looks like that's just going to be an option so it's not something i'm going to have to do too i was often. surprised to see the combat really like fleshed out how it is but have you guys seen the ps4 gameplay of it yet <laughs> it's bad i can't believe that they even decided to release it for that but i think we should touch on the reviews a little bit too this game was hyped into oblivion basically mm-hmm. and it received nines out of tens for the most part across the board is that too surprising to you guys um, no, like, it was a really hyped up game, and, like, from what I've seen, like, for the most part, it's, like, it's a solid game, I just think, like, a lot of people are looking forward to this game, so a lot of people were bound to be disappointed anyway, mm-hmm. but, like, disappointment and, like, minor graphical bugs after how long they've delayed the game, um, it, I'm kind of promising to people, like, yeah, you can play it on your base PS4, mm-hmm. and then it's, like, not looking good. So I, I think a lot of disappointment from there. So I feel like, in all honesty, it might be just like a vocal majority of people who were disappointed for good reason mm-hmm. that are kind of, we're seeing a lot of negativity for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised it's getting good reviews. Like it kind of goes with us, like basically CD Projekt Red's like previous work. Like pretty much most yeah. anything yeah. that they release is done pretty well. Yeah. Um. And like it's something I can see myself uh, playing, uh, just like after a few years, after it's been out for a few years, <laughs> yeah. like I have because I don't have a PS5 yet, mm-hmm. and I probably won't have one for maybe a year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that's how you know their other you know game, uh, Witcher Three, that was you know equally um, you know like kind of hyped up and uh, receiving well scores mm-hmm. around the board. It's like you know I didn't experience that game until probably three years until after it came out, and it was a good game. It's like not even my style of game. It's like kind of boring, but it's still a really fucking good game. Yeah, and I think a lot of the a lot of people's um, the points where they were critical with it weren't the story or the gameplay. It was just the bugs. So there's so many bugs in the game 
which at the end of the day, that's, that's, that's fixable. You can, you can make a 9 out of 10 game, a 10 out of 10 game if you just fix the bugs. If the gameplay and the story was bad, you can't really fix that after, afterhand. So I can see this game being like really good within the next year or two, especially once they add the multiplayer whatever dlc they play. Mm, and they still have you're playing it on a ps5 but there still is the next yeah. gen patch coming out for ps5 and xbox series x yeah and it's supposed to make the game more optimized for the next gen consoles. So yeah hopefully it does better mm-hmm. um so uh another piece of news i have in here i don't really know a lot about what's going on so i'm going to hand it over to matt once again neil Druckmann is now the co-president of naughty dog uh, for those of you don't that don't know, Neil Druckmann got made fun of a lot due to The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, you haven't played that game yet, have you? No, uh, I haven't played the first one either. Uh, okay, you should play at least the first one. The first one, I, like I like them both. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be straight up with you right now. It's like not my kind of game. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like it, it's not. It's one of those mountains. Have you right? played the Uncharted games? No. <laughs> They're fun. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Anyways, I guess so. I guess it'll just be me on this one. The thoughts of this is I, I think it's good because I like the the of the games he's worked on, which have been The Last of Us, Uncharted Four, and The Last of Us Part Two. I've really liked all of those games. So I think him being in a higher position, being able to make more of the decisions for their upcoming games, is a good thing. The public reception of it is not going to be good because for whatever reason, people have blamed him for everything that people didn't like with The Last of Us Part Two. The day he probably does make a lot of the big decisions, but he, for this role, he did not have he he was not like the the fine he didn't have the final say like he will now. So I think he's kind of got in trouble, for, not in trouble, but criticized for. Also, he seemed kind of cocky a little bit on Twitter. But um, I also wanted to pose the question of what should Naughty Dog do next, and I think all of us can touch on this personally. For me, I think they have a really good formula. I would like to see them stick with the the really linear games. But they don't sound like they're for you. What would you do? You expect them to do differ from their their formula they've done since the PlayStation Three? I mean, the only game Naughty Dog uh, made that I played is the original Crash. Yeah, <laughs> those are my kind of games. <laughs> do you see them changing from what they've been doing, or do you see them more? So their more recent games have been very serious and kind of taking like a. Uh, it hasn't been just all action like previous like video games from the past used to be. They actually kind of seem to try to tell a story. I think they're going to continue to do that. Would you like to see them do that or go go more back to their Crash Crash Bandicoot in Jack and Daxter days? Um, I don't see why they can't just do both. I they, they seem like they're a big enough studio. If Insomniac is able to do Spider Man and Ratchet and Clank, I don't see why they couldn't work on two games at once. And there's like definitely like enough interest in like both areas mm-hmm. of gaming that. They should capitalize on it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Whether they do it, I'd like to see them do a new IP. I, I'm Uncharted. They finished off well. The Last of Us Part Two. I'd love to see a Part Three. I don't see them doing it. In all honesty, um, what about you, Adam? What are you, what are you thinking about this? Um, see, it's weird because they kept Uncharted going kind of past, like all four games, but they kept kind of going past where people thought like it, it should end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see them doing that with Last of Us. Um, but in terms of like formula of the game i'm definitely going to stick with that because it just keeps being critically acclaimed yeah i mean they also have the hbo series coming out so you, you maybe they will do another last of us considering it's maybe going to hit more of the um uh, mainstream audience outside of video games yeah but there also is another Uncharted movie coming out i know we've talked that's true previously if we think they're going to do another uncharted game and i, I feel like Tony 
would make another strategy. I would do it. I'm in the same boat as that as well. But I mean, they they their hand could probably do it if Sony like really wanted them to do it. I think. Yeah, maybe with the maybe you're right. Maybe with the movie though, maybe won't give them much of an option. I know that at the end of the day, Sony kind of has the final decision on what games mm-hmm. the studio makes because that was the case with Santa Monica and God of War was before the new one came out, they were making their own game, and for, it might not have looked good or something, and Sony came in and said, no, you're making another God of War game. And that's why there was such a long time period between games. I think it was eight years between God of War 3 and the God of War reboot, if you want to call it that. Yeah, so I could see that, but I, like, it's always nice to see a new IP from studios like this, but um, I, I think this game is probably going to be something we already know. Well, and also Jim Ryan, the the CEO of Sony, came out and said that new IPs are really risky. And I didn't realize of all of Sony Studios that they, that they own over the PS4 generation, they only released four new IPs. Was that one of them, including Spider Man? I don't think so because they I don't think they had them at the time. But it was so that would have been Days Gone, Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know what the other two would be off the top of my head. Bloodborne, but that that's not even their studio though. That's from software, so I don't know. Hmm. All right. Any last thoughts you'd like to add, Brennan? Uh, no, not on this particular subject. All right. Well, we'll we'll try and get you back on another episode as soon as we can. Um, but I know Matt and I have a very busy day ahead of us for Cyberpunk recording. Um, stated we're going to go record <laughs> episode nine of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just because there's so much to talk about. Um, so if you haven't listened to that, plans sound like we're going to speak really for the new podcast. Today, um, the, the day of today. recording, December yeah. 11th. Yeah, so if you missed that, go back to the episode you missed. Um, we are working on a lot of stuff. Maybe today for you, we're going to start streaming at some point this week. Um, so keep your eyes peeled on our Twitter, yeah. our YouTube, uh, Instagram. Twitch, all gamers, and that. Um, just keep an eye out for that Crash Bandicoot stream. I think that's what we've decided we're gonna do. We're gonna do the original three, <laughs> the remaster from Naughty Dog. So, um, look look out for that. Twitch.tv slash Rambling Gamers. We're just trying to uh get a lot of content. Out. I don't know how you'll see a lot of it. We're trying to stockpile for winter. Yeah, we're trying to get do a video every week on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We're, so we're going to try and get ahead as far as we can. You might not see a video um, the week that this comes out, but hopefully the following week we'll have a couple locked <laughs> and ready to go from there. Yeah, but so we have a uh, next few hours. So we're going to take off. Uh, I'm Adam, joined by Matt, and our special guest, Brennan. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Brennan. No problem. Um, so we'll see you guys next week. We'll see you guys. See ya.